morning it's a new day and it's told june 2021 how are you doing today i hope you're doing very 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 great so today 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 we'll be looking at another episode of daily devotion with mo i want to say good morning to everyone once again to my first listeners i mean to my first time listeners, I want to say thank you for joining us again today. I welcome you into a brand new day. You are very much welcome. So the topic today is why you should rejoice. Why you should reje- rejoice. And our text to be read from Matthew chapter 5 verse 10 to 12. Let us pray. Um, amazing Father, I want to say thank you. Today is the 3rd of June already and it has been you all the way we trust that you're going to see us through how the month of june and throughout the rest of this year as we look into your word dear lord we pray that you meet us at the point of our needs and help us that your name alone be glorified in our life visit us speedily dear lord in jesus mighty name i have prayed amen matthew chapter 5 verse 10 to 12 blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall devour you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. That was Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 to 12. Archivus is verse 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There is a call on every believer to rejoice. It's actually a command from God. We can rejoice always because God has saved us. He has rescued us from our sins and given us eternal life. Yes, eternal life, even though we, um, we deserved eternal death. Furthermore, Jesus himself is keeping and preserving us so that we we will not lose our salvation. And is there any greater reason to rejoice in the Lord always? Yes, there is a greater reason why we need to rejoice in the Lord always. For the fact that we are saved is one great reason. There is a beautiful reason to rejoice always. This is because Jesus took all the condemnation we deserved now there is absolutely zero condemnation remaining for us christians are persecuted because they refuse to walk in the darkness of the world and their ways are diametrically opposed to the worldly lifestyle these persecuted believers in christ are able to rejoice in their persecution because they know that a better life exists beyond this world and the passage also tells us that the same persecution visited on the four prophets of old arising from heavy will also be the lot of christians who stand up for their faith believers are to carry their cross with a smile Many Christians have given up the idea that joy is for the lifetime, right? 
In a rather fatalistic approach to life, these believers have decided that they will only know real joy in heaven. But while we wait for the greatest joy of time, when we meet our Savior, we must serve God with joy while here on earth. Some people go about mourning, they wear sad looks, all in the name of serving God. Hmm. That is totally against all, I mean, against the will of our Father in heaven. No matter what we go through in a service, we should always have cause to rejoice. No matter what we go through in serving the Lord, we should always have cause to rejoice. Touch for today, there is joy in serving the Lord. There is joy in serving the Lord. Don't forget the song. Ears praise to serve Jesus. Eyes be from my heart. He'll always be with us. If we do our part. There's nothing this white world can pleasure afford. There's peace and contentment in serving the Lord. Our love is far better than in days of you. How sad we must live and And there's one that um, I mean that stanza for actually is past a message, you know. How rich is the blessing the world cannot give, and satisfied fully for Jesus to leave. Trusting in Jesus, His love never dies. Yeah, so dear friends, it pays to serve Jesus. It really do pay to serve Jesus. You know, some may not understand how joyful it can be to serve the Lord. When I say, um, I joy. I'm not talking about mere happiness or laughter, but a way of life. When you have joy in your heart from being a faithful servant of God, it will give you stability in your life that produces peace and hope. Right? Joshua constantly and certainly understood how joyful it was to serve God. And he told the people that he was going to serve, that they should choose this day when they will serve, that as for him and his house, they will go serve the Lord. 
Joshua took great delight in serving God. Early on, he was chosen to be the leader of the children of Israel, and God told him not to go to the right or the left, but to keep his commandments and he would be with him. Knowing this caused Joshua fight for the cause of God with joy, which why he was so successful in defeating city after city in the promised land. He also loved to worship God. So why should you not rejoice? David is another example of a man who took great joy in serving God and especially worshiping Him. So we should therefore understand that we should daily rejoice for the great benefits we have in serving God. Look at Jeb's joy in in serving God. At, um, he, he found joy in knowing the strength of God and the salvation that He offers. And as Christians, we should be full of joy when we think about all that God has done for us in the past, what He is doing for us today, and what He will do for us in the future. And can you imagine, can you just process or image how life would be if God was not in our lives or if He had not offered us salvation? It would be a pretty miserable life, wouldn't it? When it came to David offering up sacrifices, he did not he did not consider it as a burden. Instead, he found joy in every opportunity he had to serve God. He understood that everything belonged to God anyway, and he was thankful for the many blessings God had given him. And since David knew how great God's um, blessings are, he told all the righteous to shout for joy. So, dear friends, we also need to be joyful when serving God because we will derive nothing but joy, happiness, and fulfillment when serving God. When we sing praises to God and do good to others and share what we have with others, it is considered a sacrifice that God is pleased with. We should have no problems as Christians making those kinds of sacrifices. In fact, it should bring us great joy to do what we can for the Lord. We all know that Jesus is our best example of servitude. I mean, Jesus was first priority to, his, his priority was to serve God the Father, which included serving others because it is the Father's will that we serve others. You certainly need to know that Jesus never complained. He was given to glorify his Father in heaven. He said it was always a joy for Jesus to serve God and others. If Jesus were like some of us today, he would tell his Father that he did not have time to maybe heal the sick, um, he's busy, he has to work so, 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 so amount of hours. But no, Jesus committedly served the Lord. And we can either serve sin or serve God. You know that. Of course, the big difference between the one, the two is one brings salvation and the other brings eternal condemnation. So, those who have obeyed the gospel have a lot to be thankful for because we have been cleansed by the blood of Christ and we are no longer a slave to sin. We can know that we have been saved and have the hope of eternal life in heaven. 
if knowing what Christianity is all about and how God has made it possible for us to have salvation does not bring joy to your heart and cause you to want to serve God, then nothing will. No, sincerely, nothing will. So, unfortunately, sometimes, well, Christians lose their joy of serving God and start doing everything they do in and out of the church as a chore instead of seeing it as another opportunity to use the talents for the Lord. When Christians get to the point in their life where it is no longer joyful to serve God, mm, something is definitely wrong. Definitely wrong. And as Billy Sunday said, if you have no joy in your religion, there is a leak in your Christianity somewhere. So, the further we distance ourselves from God and His Word, the less joy we will have in serving Him. If we do not make God's Word part of our life and use it to remind us of His great love for us and how He has given His all for us, then it is easy for us to take the blessing and I mean, it's easy to take the blessing that's given us for granted. Yes, it's easy for us to take the blessing that's given us and take it for granted. And if you ever find yourself feeling like serving God is more of obligation than joyful, then you need to take a serious look at your life because you're in a bad place in your relationship with God. Hmm? Serving God in and in or out of the church should always bring you joy, even if you're suffering persecution for the cause of Christ. So you should you should count it worthy that you are you are um you you are privileged to suffer for Christ. Even though the apostle lived where I mean even when their lives were on the line they did not worry about themselves. Instead, they rejoiced about serving the cause of God and they continued to preach the good news daily wherever they could. This is the same, same, the same attitude that we should have as Christians, right? Because there is nothing that should bring us greater joy than serving God in any way that we can. Again, some may struggle with the idea that serving God can bring about joy but um actually someone said that those who serve are more content and happy with their life than those who do not serve the lord and others hmm hmm well that was a survey and then um, it just proved that what the bible has taught all along serving god and others a good thing and it has eternal rewards. Of course, the main motivation behind our savages is love, but I'm afraid of some view that Christian has the view, I mean, the view that Christian has these days, I wonder, they don't really like um, their job, but they do it anyway because they need the paycheck. In the same way, some do what God tells them to do, not because they want to, but because they want to go to heaven. And guys, if we simply go through the motions of serving others or serving God without love, we are wasting our time, oh. We are wasting our time. So, God has 
you should understand that God has never desired that we serve him because we feel like we have to. Instead, he wants to find he wants us to find joy in serving him and others. So if we are not motivated by our love for God, then as Paul said, it profits us nothing. True joy can only be had when it comes from love, right? When it definitely comes from love. And uh, even if a person has never experienced love, they can read their Bibles and see what love is all about. God has shown his love for us in many, many ways. He created us and all the beauty we behold on a daily basis. He has been involved in our lives since the day of creation. He created us with free will. He made a plan of salvation for us that we could choose to follow or ignore. And one of the greatest expressions of his love came from he could as much guess right from him offering up his only begotten son so that we could have salvation. And still we have no valid excuse of not understanding what true love is all about. Since love motivated God to give up his son for salvation, think about what love can motivate you to do for God and for others. And um, I'm putting it, I'm putting this to you right now. Just think about your life. How do you feel about serving God in the church and outside the church? Do you still find joy in serving, or does it seem like a burden to you? If it seems like a burden to you, ask yourself why. If you don't know for sure, I would just suggest that you need to examine maybe your prayer life and the amount of time you spend in God's word. If you're not praying. As you should, you may have become more dependent on your service to God. If you're not studying God's word as you should, you could be aligned the word and simple ways to influence you and rob you of your joy of serving the Lord. And so if you want to call this program find the joy in serving the Lord, then I'll recommend two things. Start praying more and studying God's word more. You should pray to God to help you have more joy in serving him. When you put God's word into your life on a daily basis, it will serve as constant reminder of all the wonderful things that God has done for you and the promises he has made, right? It will help um, change your attitude about serving the Lord. And we must all remind ourselves from time to time about the commitment we made to God when we chose to become a Christian. Sometimes it is easy for us to take the love of God for granted and become lazy in our service to God. But we should always strive to find passion and the zeal we had for serving Christ when we become a Christian because we are taught to remain faithful to God and to death. The Bible teaches us to persevere press on to the goal and to run the race to win but we have to have a willing spirit we need to have a willing spirit to do this so let us not forget that finding joy in serving good is an essential part of our christianity because it serves as an antidote to all the despair that surrounds us on the daily basis let the joy of serving the Lord be your strength this day and 
every day thank you so let us pray almighty god we want to say thank you for all you've done in our lives for reaching out to us this morning and making us to understand that we should always derive joy in serving you because you have done so much for us giving up your your begotten son your only begotten son to die for us and then why should we not rejoice there is so much joy there is so much peace in serving you help us not to just serve you not challenge help us to serve you with great joy in our heart with with, with, with counting our self-privilege to associate with you counting our self-privilege to do something for you counting our self-privilege to um work in your vineyard we pray that even as we walk in and out of the church that you give us and you the grace to fully press on and help us that we'll not lose our reward in jesus name we pray that at all times that the light of christ will shine upon us and the look and the glory of god will radiate in our lives in jesus name as we go about the activities of today dear lord we pray that you see us through, you manifest your power in our lives, and you protect us, you preserve us, and you provide for us. For as many that are going through tough times during this period, we pray that, Lord, you come to their head. Lord, you are our Father. There is no one else we can run to except for you. We pray that you come to the rescue and you bring them out of every difficult situation in Jesus' name. We speak peace to our country, peace to this land in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you pass through our land and you give us victory in all our endeavors. For as many that are sick and they are helpless, we pray, Lord, to raise them up from their bed of, sick, of sickness in Jesus' name. And we command every sickness by the power in the name of Jesus to get up right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty Father. I know that you have answered our prayers in Jesus' mighty name. I have prayed. Thank you so much, people, for joining again in this episode. We hope to see you again tomorrow, same time, same station. Do not forget to send a link to some of your friends so that they can join us also. I pray that you come each and every day. You continually be blessed in Jesus' name. Do have an amazing Thursday. Cheers.